0: The three young black men, these kids are in college, and trying to do college like their parents did, like all of their friends were doing it, you know, partying, jam jam, boogie boogie, let the good times roll, people coming in and out, girlfriend having sex in her bunk, when you walk in, boyfriend doing the same in the dorm room covers over the bunk beds and all of that kind of thing, and people in and out, people hugging people in front of, in front of the food truck, getting their what we used to call munchies on, and all of that. And this is not the time, my friends. I hate to burst your bubble. I I hate to be a potty pooper. Uh, You know, someone said, when the circumstances change, wise people change. This is not the time to be doing all of that. And the time we did it and other generations did it was not good either, but this is a different time. The party, hard, jam, jam, boogie, boogie days are not wise. Because it is a fact that you can lose your life faster now than any other time because we're living in perilous times. For those of you who are concerned about uh, me preaching late at night, uh, after preaching nearly seven days, I mean seven years nearly every day, I thank God I'm here uh, at all. And I'm an older man now, and, uh, <clears throat> and I have to get some rest after preaching twice each night. My body demands it. My mind demands it. And my wife does not mind it because she takes advantage of the sleep that I get. But let me remind you that she takes advantage of it by being sleep herself. But let me remind you that Paul, the Apostle Paul, preached late at night as well. In fact, he preached to midnight one night, and a young man got sleepy. He was sitting in the window, as young men do. And I, I, I see people, I see young people, men and women, sitting on the back of, of the of trucks, of, of pickup of pickup trucks, on the edge. That's crazy but young people will do things they don't see the danger and he preached Paul preached so long this brother fell asleep he died when he, somebody said it was a three story building Paul had to go down and raise him from the dead so uh Uh, And if you're like me, this is one of the best times to do something like this, right before you go to bed. Uh, 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 Hopefully you got everything else done that you needed to do. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand with me right where you are, out of respect for the Word of God. and turn, in your Bibles to 2nd Timothy chapter 3. 2nd Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 in the Word of God. <clears throat> this know also, that in the last days, obviously we're living in the last days, Why? Because perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents unthankful, unholy. And we're going to stop there tonight because we've hit the points that Annabella uh, was dealing with the last time we were with her in this message. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, help all Christians to understand tonight and to remember that we have no help on this earth at this time besides you. Uh, Through your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. (coughs) And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and the many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. I praise you, Holy Father God, and help everybody else to pray. Lord, I uh, sincerely pray tonight that you move upon the hearts of the people who are listening. Uh, Lord, uh, people in my family, people uh, in this audience, people in this country, and around the globe. Lord, I pray that you will put the spirit of prayer upon them and help them to realize that without praying to you, without ceasing, And without reading your Holy Word and meditating on your Holy Word, they will not make it during these days of deception. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. I praise you, Holy Father God, for blessing uh, me and us with a great thanksgiving and a quiet and peaceful Thanksgiving and I pray that everyone had a a wonderful Thanksgiving season as we are marching out of the month of Thanksgiving the month of November which has been a very good month and thank you for allowing me to see it I praise you also Lord and I thank you for the things you have allowed me to accomplish today, and uh, the successes that uh, as we are establishing something that will save us uh, hours, days, stress, and will preserve our health as well, and uh, My wife Marika White is not too happy about it but I am thrilled about it. I give you the glory the praise and the honor for this and I pray that you would bless every experience with this new program as you did today. And Holy Father God have continued mercy and grace upon each and every one of us who names the name of Jesus Christ. Please forgive us Lord of our sins, our failures and our faults as we from our hearts by your grace forgive those who have sinned against us and uh, wash and cleanse our souls, our hearts and minds, consciences and spirits in the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, I, uh, I thank you that you have blessed me not to be ignorant of the devil's devices and how he is working against me, uh, 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 working on and through my wife uh, to try to hinder this ministry and this work and uh, is now working on my grown children. They are being tested, as I told them last night, <clears throat> each and every one of them. And I share with them your holy word, how that they're being tested. It's one thing to know the Bible as well as they do. They heard thousands of gospel messages from me as their only pastor and uh, thousands of days of reading your holy word together and thousands of days of praying not only during the devotions but throughout the day Uh, hundreds of Wednesday nights hundreds of Saturday night services hundreds of Sunday morning services hundreds of Sunday evening services hundreds of communions together and so Lord, they know your holy word and Lord, I introduced them to you uh, when they were each seven years old and so now they're being tested because the devil hates them almost as much as he hates me because they helped me to this day in the ministry. I was so pleased Uh, tonight when Daniqua and Danielle stepped up and did something that saved us no doubt a half an hour of time. And so Holy Father God, I give you the glory, praise and honor. I pray that you would protect them from Satan, that they would not allow themselves to be brainwashed by the satanic, demonic uh, people around them, from their family, from their church, and from their community, from so-called family friends. Lord, I pray that they would stand as a rock upon your holy word. I have seen some of the children do that in other instances. And I pray that they would continue to do that, and they would do it again for your glory. But they have never been tested like this before, nor has the church. Uh, No one in the church has been tested like this before. Only uh, the truly born-again ones and saved ones will survive. Only those who are praying and are prayed up. And filled with your Holy Spirit and reading your Holy Word on their own and So Holy Father God Have your Holy Spirit Lord, just like you have given me precious memories Lord, I believe that you can give young people precious memories that will remind them of what you have done down through the years Lord I Uh, I, I didn't have precious memories while I was younger, young like they are. I didn't start having precious memories until about, I think, two years ago. And I thank you for them so very much. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, I pray that, Lord, you would Crush and crucify our flesh and the old man within us all. Fill us all afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty of your Holy Spirit. Control us, Lord, by the power of your Holy Ghost. Help us, Lord, to pray to seek your face, to turn from our wicked ways, and to repent of our sins, and to get back to you our first love. Deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Holy Father God, I pray this difficult prayer every night, Uh, Lord, as I pray for the salvation of the lost, starting with my own wife, Marika White. I even ask the children to pray for her salvation tonight, and I pray for her salvation. The truth of the matter is, Marika White has not shown any fruit. Uh, any uh, faithful fruit of salvation in her life, uh, fruits of repentance, uh, and um, uh, she knows very well that you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so, Lord, I pray that you will open her blinded eyes and unstop her deaf ears and save her soul. And do the same for her mother, her sisters, I mean her siblings, her aunts. I truly believe that salvation through Christ can make a, every person into a new creature. And I pray that you'll do the same for my wife, Marika White, not for my good, because you have given me the grace and the strength uh... to deal with her being a thorn in the flesh and uh... in fact more work has been done for your kingdom because she has been a thorn in the flesh uh, no doubt i have prayed more because she has been a thorn in the flesh and so i glory in it all and have always done so i take pleasure in it i uh... I remain always cheerful in it, as she knows, which uh, she has been shocked by down through the years. And uh, it's only because of you and your Holy Ghost and your Holy Word, not me. And so, Holy Father God, thank you for teaching me more about that. I understand all of that better now. And, Lord, I do pray for the salvation of all of my offspring and all of my children. I had the privilege of leading all of them to you at the age of seven. Uh, I pray that they would examine themselves now that they're adults and to make sure that they're in the faith. I pray for the salvation of the lost in this audience, in this country and around the globe. And, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you would uh, indeed save those who are lost, Lord, uh, and revive those who are saved, and heal those who are sick, and comfort those who are grieving and mourning. And, Holy Father God, I pray that you would lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, and your joy unspeakable, and your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Holy Father God, I thank you indeed for your grace and strength that is sufficient for me. To deal with persecutions, thorns in the flesh, uh, rebellious family members, woke family members, people who used to stand with me, uh, becoming Judasists and turning against me, fighting against me, persecuting me, and are trying to even lie on me. and such and other such foolishness. I thank you Lord for the pleasure I have in it and I thank you Lord for the uh, glory that I have in it. I thank you Lord for the grace uh, sufficient that I have in it. And I thank you for the cheerfulness that I have in it. And with that, Lord, at the same time, I do pray, because you give me the liberty to do so, that you deliver me from all of my distresses and afflictions on a daily basis. Deliver me from my persecutors, be they in the family or not. Deliver me, Lord, from all of my Uh, tribulations, trials, tests, tensions, and uh, persecutions. And then, Lord, deliver me and everybody, Lord, in my family and everybody else who is saved going through. Deliver us all from our spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student, loan debt, student progress, problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. Thank You Lord for that idea. I praise You and I thank You also Holy Father God for allowing things to be as wonderfully well as they are. Uh, And thank You for remembering mercy love and grace as only you can do while you're chastising us and while you're rebuking us in the church and outside of the church for our own good for those of us who are saved to repent of our sins and get right with you and for the good of those who are lost so that they would be saved and get saved by believing in Christ and get saved from the eternal burning hell. We pray that you would save souls even tonight and uh, Holy Father God I pray uh, Lord tonight that you would bless and protect continue to protect my family as you have down through the years through, through many dangerous toils and snares. Do the same for the families in this audience. Do the same for the families in the country and around the globe. And Lord God in heaven, I pray that you will protect us tonight from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of christ make us to be whiter than snow on the inside thank you for your grace and forgiveness of our sins which is a a a tremendous gift of your grace and lord i pray tonight that you deliver my children deliver my family from the demonic satanic spirit of wokeism deceptionism as you did Annabella uh, uh, Rockwell. What a beautiful story, and what a beautiful family. As Shakespeare said, all is well that ends well. And Holy Father God, and after reading her story again, uh, this was a long process. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for that idea as well. And Lord, I pray, uh, Lord, that you will protect us indeed from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And, Lord, uh, have everything that we do and say tonight in front of the scenes and behind the scenes to be done for your glory, praise, and honor. And for the glory, praise, and honor of Jesus Christ. And... uh, Holy Father God, I pray like that tonight because... Uh, you are watching us at all times and help us all to remember that. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for a sake. Amen. I heard one of my children texting me and wanted to make sure they they monitor uh, the service and make sure, I wanted to make sure that they could hear me and that they were not telling me that they can't hear me or they can't see me or something like that. Annabella Rockwell said her professors at her Ivy League college encouraged alienation from parents. This is where we left off last night. Let me bring you up to speed a little bit. Pardon me. period, Annabella Rockwell, and and, and they're pretty well-to-do, pretty well-to-do family. Uh, They consider themselves a Christian family uh, as well. She said, I left school very anxious, very nervous, very depressed and sad. One of the reasons why young people, especially young women, get like that after being brainwashed by woke people is because they become fearful. They did everything to get accepted by these devilish, brainwashing, socialist people. Not knowing what they were getting into. And they play head games with you, pretty much letting you know that if you go back to your parents and show respect for your parents and call your parents and love your parents, as you did before you went to the college or went to the church, there are churches engaging in blackmailing, not blackmailing, brainwashing, and even blackmailing young people to become woke. And there are many, there there are white churches woke and black churches woke white pastors that are woke, and black church uh, church pastors that are woke. They're filled with a demonic spirit of wokeness. And some think they are doing good by identifying with Black Lives Matter, a woke organization and other organization, and the money is flowing. Not only to Black Lives uh, Matter In which they have shown themselves uh, to be people who uh, would misuse the money. But it has flowed to pastors in churches. Billions of dollars have been given out for this. People have gotten rich over this. And... Hey, man, if you come up to Chicago and march with us in the streets and raise some cane and knock out some windows and everything, we're going to pay you $500 for two days, plus we're going to put you up in a swanky hotel. And give you a cell phone. And some weapons and everything you need to knock some heads. Pardon, the, pardon me. And uh, not only that, we're going to give you a meal ticket. Uh, we're going to give you uh, transportation. We're going to take care of you. Come up here and you know raise some BLM uh hell up in up in these streets and let the, let the powers that be know that we mean business we'll break into your stores and steal your jewelry we'll burn down your police station we want justice or there will not be any peace now the devilish world wants to do that they can do that but to see God's people involved in that kind of thing, when, and I, and I know that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said was all of my work in vain. Dr. Ben Carson, he's not, you know, I'm not a big fan of Dr. Ben Carson. I, I respect what he did with his life. Amazing, amazing life, and he's a family man. He's been married for many years to his one and only wife He's a genius And a a very humble man Uh, He even said in his lifetime From the time he used to go up to Chattanooga, go down to Chattanooga, Tennessee from Detroit and the older black folks, as they did back then, would tell them, you're going to see some signs uh, white only, black only, all of that, just ignore it, but don't, don't disobey the laws, okay, so you can make it back safely to Detroit, for you know that almost everybody who was black in New York, Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, uh, all up in there. Uh, you 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 had to go take a visit down south because that's where your people were. Big Mom and them, sitting on the hill on a dirt road. You had to go and check in with them now, to make sure you don't get the big head and remember where you came from. And I remember the older family members that we really didn't know that well driving down from New York in their Cadillacs and uh, and all of that fur coats and fur hats and bringing all of the grandchildren a bicycle or something. It was something else. I tell you, it was something else. The whole thing was just something else when you think about it. Um... And we didn't even think about, why why don't you all just come down and get us and take us up there? We we, we can get a Cadillac too. We didn't think about that. We were just content and happy right where we were, on the dirt roads and the dusty roads. And we rode our bicycles all over the place. Uh, Our parents would be shocked right now if they knew all the places we rode our bicycles and almost got killed. Annabella Rockwell said, she said, her professors encouraged alienation from parents. Hate your parents. Don't go near your parents. Don't call your parents. See, this demonic spirit of wokeism, which I call deceptionism, is shooting to destroy all pillars that hold up society. The family, Black Lives Matter, they believe that uh, they, they don't believe in men being the head of the household. They do not believe that women, wives, should be submissive to their husbands. They can care less for the traditional family. And they're not the only ones. That's just one of the groups. I said this in the beginning. There are many pastors who are blinded by the darkness. They only see one side. Some black pastors got hooked into... Black Lives Matter and uh, wokeism, and they consider themselves woke proudly, because they only see one side of the woke monster. See, because it's so big and impacts so much, they only see the one side that impacts them, and which is very, very short-sighted, pun not intended, and very dangerous. This is a satanic, demonic strategy. The biggest wad of deception that the church and the world has ever seen. And if you're not prayed up, truly born again, and saved and read up in the Holy Word of God, not just young people, middle-aged people, older people are going to be deceived and because they can only see one side of this monster. I I told you at the outset, it's not just a black and white thing, it's not just a political thing, a Democrat, uh, Republican thing, it's not a uh, uh, Baptist thing, or an evangelical thing, uh, white church, black church, it is impacting everybody, See, but impacting everybody in different ways. It's far bigger than just one thing. Uh, then you got you got the side where people are emphasizing homosexuality and transgenderism. They they get caught up in that. You see, one of the reasons why people get caught up into uh, homosexuality and transgenderism and all of that is because people, just like other sins, you do one sin and then you want to do another sin. It's the ever-expanding uh, wickedness that is in people, thinking that one day they're going to get to Nirvana or Utopia in their sin and then it's all going to end. The Bible says in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the heart of man is never satisfied. If you're not born again, if you're not saved, if you're not a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will never be satisfied because you will never be content. Only saved people, hear me well, understand me clearly, Only truly saved, born-again people are content right where they are. Does not mean they do not reach for their God-given goals. But as far as peace and joy and contentment with what God is doing with them right now, they're content. The world is not that way. They're like a roaring rushing sea all of the time. Do you know anybody like that? They're not saved, they're not born again, but they're always looking for the next thing. Eyes wide open. Woke. Always looking for the next thing. Never satisfied, never happy. My mother was that way. My sisters were that way. They were big on shopping. My mother has been big on shopping for since the time I was five or six years old. She would get into arguments with my dad about going shopping, going window shopping. We were living in New York. And he would why would you go window shopping if you don't have any money to buy the stuff in the window? And she would reply back, I just like to go window shopping always looking for something see and I and, my, and hurt people hurt people and the reason why my mother uh, was not a good mother and did some things she should not have done and controlled and dominated her husband is because my grandfather which, quite frankly, I never had an interest in knowing, because when because how he forsook her, he forsook us too, and he forsook my grandmother, which took her to what they call in New York and back in the day a nervous breakdown. Thank God we don't hear too much about that today. Thank God I heard about that all my life. How that my grandmother Beeman. She would have been Grandmother Croom if they had stayed together. Now, you, you, you know it must have been a bad situation for them to get a divorce back then. That's back in the early 60s, and my grandmother was a loving Christian woman. But for some reason, she had a problem with having a nervous breakdown. But my mother was double-crossed by her father because they, they were in the home together, and then when they divorced, he did something wicked that I had never heard of before. He said, I'll take the boys and you take the one girl. So no wonder my mother does not have a problem ruling over men, even though it's wrong, <clears throat> and even though salvation ought to change that. Why? Why would? Why do I say salvation ought to change that? See, people who get saved, they may have to go into it, but at some point. When you read it in the word of God, the Holy Spirit is going to do something on the inside of you to make you reverence God, respect God, and obey God, and fear God. And, and if you don't do so, see, and the, and the Holy Spirit of God tells you, okay, you need to change your ways on this. I know how you were raised, and I know how you feel this way uh, and that way. But uh, in my economy... You got to do it my way. Now that's what God told me. And I believe that's what God tells every Christian. You got to do it my way. You can't do it your way. See, that's what's wrong with the church today. We want to do church and marriage and family. What? Our way. And and, and now by the way, now don't be don't go out here blaming Black Lives Matter. I've already told you this before I even got into the series. Don't go out here blaming the homosexuals. And the feminists no, no 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 let me let me let me keep it real with you now the problem is the church the church failed god the church failed jesus christ the church failed families the church failed your community and your local school system the church failed this nation and the world and I have no fear of successful contradiction and yet we still have conservative conservative pastors, liberal pastors, so called unwoke pastors, and they're woke too. That's right, they're conservative pastors woke as a big dog. Conservative white evangelical pastors woke as a big dog. They're only concerned about their two or three interests. Interest. They're not concerned about the thing they should be. The other day, Franklin Graham stood up boldly and had a piece written, which he should have been doing all along, against uh, the homosexual right to marriage act or something like that. And I said, "Well, that's good. I'm glad, but you should have done. You should have. You should have done all of that." Uh, face-to-face as a prophet to Trump when he was in office and and if you had told him, I'm going to take my one million followers and walk and and had Jack Graham to do the same and had uh, uh, the preacher of the First Baptist Dallas, I keep forgetting his name for some reason, Pastor Jeffers, thank you, all of you, all—if you all had stood flat-footed as prophets and not little sycophants—and told him, "You deal with this issue right here. You get rid of this now, or we walk." That's what you do with presidents. You know, t- trying to appease him and, and walking walking around him with eggshells, so you can go to the Christmas dinner. Man, who gives a flip about that? too late, it's too, it's too late. I, I hate to say it, because now all things are possible with God, but I said it in an article tonight. I'm going to say it right now. It's too late now, people. You haven't noticed the woke people dancing during their celebration dances? They handed, your, they handed your behind back to you. They outflanked you. They outworked you. They outsmarted you. That's all there is to it. You have to go ahead on and learn how to admit when you have been whipped. I know you don't like it, but they won. Now, Jesus and the true church is going to win ultimately. But the woke crowd won, and they, 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 they're doing a quiet celebra- uh, celebratory little dance in the end zone right now in front of your faces because you did not step up. A man wrote a book titled, uh, let me get the title right now. I have to go through the fouls in my brain and in the jasmine of my mind. Uh, cowards. Christian cowards. He's got the same idea I have. Only concern about their interests. Don't want to rock the boat lest you be canceled and you won't get the millions of dollars that you're getting from the government and others for your organization. It's too late. It's too late. See sometimes you, the time will pass you by when you could have done something and God gave you the opportunity to do something. God gave these brethren an opportunity, a shocking opportunity, where they could have shook up the world for God but they did not do so and so they huffed and they puffed they lied and they cried and were defeated anyway back to Annabella see this is what Paul did that night when he preached at 12 o'clock is this the preaching is in him. period. She said her professors at her woke Ivy League college encouraged alienation from parents. And I see this happening. And and colleges are not the only ones doing it. Pastors and pastors' wives are doing it. Churches are doing it so-called Christian Colleges are doing it. Uh, grandparents and parents are doing it, and, 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 uh, where do grandparents get off at? Trying to uh, wokenize your, their grandchildren, and thinking that their word is more important than their parents' words. I can tell you where to get off at, respectfully, but that's not the case. Uh, You should, I believe all young people ought to respect their grandparents and uh, so forth, but uh, the Bible says uh, to honor and obey your parents, not your grandparents. Your grandparents really have no power over you, whatsoever. Only your parents. But they'll run to the grandparents because the grandparents are woke. Why are they woke? Why are grandparents woke? Why are some parents woke? Because they love their children and their grandchildren more than they love God and they love Jesus Christ. And if you do that, you're gonna gonna be woke yourself. See? And because Jesus Christ warned you not to be that way t- over 2,000 years ago. Yes, there are Negroes, both black and white, who love their family more than they love God. More than they love Jesus Christ. And I have preached at least two long series on that. Nope. Family is not everything. Family has never been everything in God's economy. God is the one who is the author of your family. In other words, he created your family. He put you in a family. You wouldn't have the family if it were not for God. So, evidently, you have gone atheist or crazy thinking that the family come before God. I'm not with you on that. And... Here's what I say. Make up your mind what you're going to do. But uh, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. He comes first. And if you don't line up with the Lord, I'm not going to be trying to keep you on my side. If you don't want to line up with the Lord and obey the Lord, which includes honoring and obeying your parents. You want to go devilishly woke? Go right ahead. If that's what you really want to do, I doubt it if you're saved. But if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do that. I can't go with you. I cannot go with you. And I'm not going to go running after you. Because you know better. And when you know better, you ought to do better. See? uh, Two cannot walk together unless they be agreed. Agreed. That that includes family. No, no, uh, blood is not thicker than the blood of Jesus. And and I'm telling, I'm talking to you parents and your grandparents who are tempted to go woke. You don't know whether to go woke or not. You're scared not to go woke. You're scared not to join up with your children again and join this foolishness that even Bill Ma. A Jewish I think atheist comedian says this is a joke all this is a joke you people are being duped you you are being duped Annabella continues and even even offered there these people offered their homes to stay in they say like don't go home to your parents Don't go and see them. Come stay with us for the holiday, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Don't go home to your family. They will have an impact upon you. Most of my classmates believed all this stuff, too. If you didn't, you were ostracized. See, that's that's what they're going to do to you. So I say to all of my children, you're being tested. If you do it God's way, if you do what you're supposed to do based upon the thousands of verses you read from the Bible, the verses that you hid in your heart when you were a part of the Bible bee, and uh, all of the chapters of the Bible that we read together, all of the sermons you heard and I say to the young people of the world if you had a similar experience get back to the Lord Jesus Christ get back to the Word and do it God's way and uh, my children know that we have gotten to where we are not by workism, but by God's grace and the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, prayer, and faith in God. That's why we have landed so well, and have done so well, and don't you ever forget it. And the same thing for you, uh, for those of you who were raised in the Lord. Don't let the devilish woke people in your family, the homosexuals in your family, For they're the most dangerous. Uh, The uh, church folk, your pastor and your pastor's wife, and the little mentor that they assign to you, don't let them brainwash you. And by the way, I saw this coming. I warned my oldest daughter, don't let people brainwash you. Don't let people turn you away from your father, who helped you to get to where you are. That's my oldest child with my wife. I told her that several times before wokeism really became a thing. And so I may make this the last statement for the night. I bring in these examples along with the message so that you can see this is real. Dr. Ed Young, Jr say you can think so or not, but wokeism is real. Period. If you didn't go along to get along with these woke devilish people at the Ivy League school, that they pay $60,000 a year I think that's uh, $240,000 for 4 years you didn't follow along you were ostracized you were canceled and most young women that is a that's a death nail to them they they don't want that you know how it is parents and grandparents you You're more interested around that age in being accepted by your peers, not your parents. But this is a different ball game than what we were dealing with. Ours was bad, but it was not this bad. Wokeism, as I've told you before, and let me warn you, uh, let me give you some examples. I believe that the four people who died and nobody knows why, and nobody knows who. Kill them, is 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 a part of the demonic, satanic spirit of wokeism. I told you, young people are dying more and more now than ever. Young people, I mean, they they in the comfort of their little off-campus house. Evidently, their parents were well-to-do to pay for that. I saw some nice cars out there and everything, and they were they would the girls, the young girls, the young women, they were dressed to the nines in these pictures. Uh, they, they had it going on. They were in the sunshine. I, I don't know the ages. I'm sure we can find out, but we're talking 19, 20, 21 maybe. Why would they die? Why would they die? for what? and die like that and nobody knows anything. And this is going to increase Wokeism uh, kill those people, uh, kill those three young black men. See because like I told you, wokeism is going to lead to depression. Depression to nihilism. Nihilism to death and or suicide. You get to the point where you know nihilism means you don't care about anything. What's the use? I believe that beauty queen, queen died of wokeism. She did everything right, multiple degrees. Um you remember the young black beauty queen? It's a shock. Still shocking. The beauty queen who drunk, jumped out of the window had it all, did it all, accomplish, accomplished it all on the top of the world, and had jobs as well. She could have worked anywhere she wanted to. And beautiful. Wokeism killed her. And by the way, wokeism plus the internet, that's a raging fire. Humanly speaking, it is unstoppable. This is why I'm telling people who are not woke, who are saved and born again, and not woke, you better pray for your children and pray for your neighbor's children, and you need to pray for other young people because they're more vulnerable even than the older people. The former competitive figure skater told the outlet, in addition to the alleged brainwashing, Rockwell said she found the freshman rituals aggressive and that the drinking culture was massive on campus. Massive. They, they became drunkards. Now, here's what I believe about drinking a red, dry wine, which Paul recommended to Timothy, which I believe Jesus Christ made. That, that's, that, by the way, that was the miracle, making the wine on the spot, basically good aged wine on the spot nice and dry, because see you could have made sweet grape juice in the back, just send some women back there and have them to start stomping and the juice would have come out of the vats so and you could have had that for the wedding. Jesus made beautiful, I believe, Cabernet Sauvignon or red wine kind of a deal that that people, people who know wine, they when they taste it, it is this is the real thing. Scientists say say the same now. They they say what I'm getting ready to say. It's not for young people. Wine and, and wine drinking, or any kind of drinking, is really not for young people. It's for older people when you start having certain issues like diabetes. Uh, having certain issues like uh, high blood pressure and, and 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 trying to avoid a stroke and all of that right there, see, as you get older. And so I don't recommend young people drinking wine, red wine, a dry wine, and if they come from a family of drunkards, they, are, they ought not to touch it at all. But I am saying this to you, A lot of the medications that they've made to solve some of the problems that Paul was talking about, they're worse than the wine. They have side effects. One glass of wine a day, you're not going to have those kind of problems. So, um, really, this is not good for young people especially heavy drinking, using heavy liquors and all of that kind of thing. Not a good thing. You're asking for trouble. And then if you're so drunk, you don't know if somebody came in your house and is stabbing you, then, you know, that's that's not a good thing. So, uh, some freshmen, some freshmen even cut their hair into, the, we're talking about an all-female uh, campus. They cut their hair, and I've seen this happen. I, I, I know this is going on. I, I got family members who came to my house. They tricked my daughter into bringing them to my house. and My, my wife's in-law, my, my wife has never cut her hair like that ever in her life. If my wife ever cut her hair down low, like a, she looking like a boy, I would escort her to the door. My wife has long, flowing, black, white, Chinese blood hair, man, and I love it. I've always loved her hair. And uh, if she ever do what my, she, uh, her sister has done, her aunt has done, I would escort her to the door. I don't know you, you look like a Martian. Excuse me. That's what they're doing. This was before the um, thing going on in Iran. And I don't know if Iran beat America, America beat America, I don't know. I, I haven't heard. I know I know we are good. Our media is so good about hyping stuff. You people need to stop following all of the hype mess that goes on on television. By our media, it just but we are some of the best hypers over stuff. It's like it's oh, it's so wonderful. Come on, man! It's a, it's a, it's just a game, and it's the worst game in the world. You can play ball, but you can't use your hands. That's a dumb game to me. You, but you can use your head to pass the ball. Bam! I saw that earlier today. Man passed. He hit the ball with his head. Bam, and he was passing it to his ace, and he kicked it in. Yeah, that, that's a dumb game. And and one zero draws. Well, all these what's what's up with that? All of these draws. What? And you and you take that seriously? You know why is they they come to draw because they not nobody's going to score. That's stupid. No overtime. I don't think there's an overtime. Is there? Like real football, you got overtime, you give people a chance to score the ball, man, get the ball across the goal line. Anyway, don't, don't stop following all the hype that American media does to you. They oh, they they smile and they grin They're so nobody can be that excited about this boy game. Nobody cutting their hair into the Moho. Whatever that is, the last thing on the Moho chop. But you don't want to be a Moho, Moho, or I than mean what you are. I tell you that. Uh, they call it into the Moho chop. That's which is that's just, it's a, that's a sin to cut your hair into down looking like a little boy. That's a sin, which is a radical assertion of their LGBT identities. Their lesbian identities. They cut their hair down to look like a man. Then they cut their breasts off to look like a man. What a monstrosity. What a wickedness. What stupidity that is. And I put my family on notice. If anybody in my family is like that and want to do that foolishness against God, you're not welcome at my house. Anybody. It doesn't make any difference. I love you, I pray for you, do not text me and do, do not come to my house to tell me that you got a moho hair cut or to show me that your hair is cut off and your breasts are cut off and you want to be a man and you're supposed to be a, a woman. Don't come. If you need to tell me, text me. But do not come here. Don't come to my house with no mess like that. That's, that's anti-God it's an abomination against God Almighty and I don't want any parts of it and I don't want anybody my my, my wife's aunts come came here with bald heads and all of that and 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 I and, and I don't want you to influence my daughters I want them to keep their hair I don't want them to get a mohawk haircut for some and for others just and Initiation. It was like an initiation ritual. I'm a lesbian against God. I'm a, I'm a I'm a dyke against God. It basically says you hate God. You hate how that God made you. That's that's a that's a slap in God's face. According to campus newspaper, the Mount Holyoke News. That's what happened. And I'm going to cut it off right there tonight. And we'll pick it up right there tomorrow night if the Lord should tarry his coming and we live. Now, dear friend, in all of this last day's mess that is going on, don't be lost and don't get lost in it. And before I move on, Uh, to introduce you to Jesus Christ, who will save your heart, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. Here's a letter, not a letter, an article that I wrote regarding my own family for your benefit. And we're sharing snippets of, of it in this series. Why? Because, as Dr. Ed Young Jr. said, this is real, people. It's happening right now, and God has allowed me to experience a little bit of it for your benefit. I'm not supposed to even be here tonight. I've been standing up preaching for nearly seven years, and I'm starting to have problems, health problems with my feet. Pray for me. Pray for me, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way uh, to give me a Charles Stanley chair to get off of my feet for a while, I don't think is not anything like the serious uh, health condi- condition that Charles Stanley has. I will be able to stand up flat-footed and preach again in the future. But uh, because I have been doing it for so long, uh, I, uh, I need to get me one of those chairs similar to his where I can sit down and preach, get off my feet for a little while. 1 Corinthians, this is one of the passages that we shared in that article, and it dovetails with what uh, Annabella said. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Okay. You want to be woke? The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. That means people who practice unrighteousness. If you are a homosexual and you practice it. And watch this now. Let me just tell you this. There are some sins. The reason why God does not want you to even start with it. They will hook you. Fornication is one, adultery is another. You can get into it, but it's going to be hard to get out of it. And from what I'm gathering, homosexuality is the worst one to get into, and it's hard to get out of it. Why? Because the people who got you into it are demon-possessed. And now, they are part of you. They can hook you in it. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters. Fornicators are people who have sex with the opposite sex outside of marriage. Uh, Adulterers are also included in that word. People who commit adultery have sex outside of marriage with anybody. They may be married, but they have sex with other people, or other married people, whatever the case. And it's talking about your lifestyle. It's not talking about you messed up and you did it, but you confessed your sins like David and repented. By the way, Jesus Christ called David a man of his own heart, after, even after he did that, not only adultery lust, killed the woman's husband, lied, and it wasn't until Nathan the prophet came and said, Thou art the man. Deal with it because God knows all about it and God is going to deal with you about it. But he stopped it. He confessed his sins. He repented of his sins real good. And that's what God wants you to do. If you do that, uh, then uh, that doesn't mean you're going to go to hell. You, you can still go to heaven, but you better repent. Uh, nor adulterers, Where well, it states it separately, but uh, uh, either one is bad. You're having sex outside of marriage. You're violating another woman's husband. You're violating another man's wife. And God does not take that lightly. Nor effeminate. Right down the line. Fornicators, adulterers, homosexuals. Bam. Men who are effeminate. Uh, There's a man in the news today who works for the Biden administration, who goes to work and goes everywhere else with a dress on, won't even cut his mustache, all put lipstick on, bald headed, uh, looking like a monstrosity, a homosexual, a uh, uh, drag queen, working for the US government in one of the most sensitive areas in US government. He's in the news today because he stole a woman's expensive bag, took her clothes out of it, and went on with it and, and kept it and was using it like it was his until it was found out he has been charged with a crime and President Biden and nobody else in the administration is saying anything about it. And all I'm saying is that's an extension. That boy, that man does not need that bag. He could buy his own bag if he wanted to buy a bag. He's making good money, working for the government in the nuclear department. That, what he did was an extension of his abominable corruption. See, if you do, if you live your life like that, you'll do anything. He didn't need the bag. He didn't need to steal the bag is what I'm saying. He could have bought the bag if that's what he wanted to do. But let me tell you something. There are people who uh, they have the money in their pocket but they would rather steal because they're so corrupt and so evil because of the thrill of the wickedness of the sin. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind. God uh, makes it clear that people who do these things will not go to heaven. They will go to hell. We're going to mark it right there. Are you doing these things? Are you on your way to a devil's hell? As I speak, are you uh, not sure? Well, listen up. Here's how to be saved from hell. Here's how to get saved from hell. And here's how to uh, get saved from your abominable sins and evil. First, understand that you are a sinner. We're all sinners. And by the way, nobody is better than that man who's cross-dressing... And stealing bags. Nobody's better than you. We're all sinners. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. He is an example of how far sin will take you. If you continue in your sin, if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you become an atheist, You don't believe in God. He and others are an example of how far sin will take you. Sin will take you further than you wanted to go, keep you longer than you wanted to stay, make you pay more than you wanted to pay. Sin is a bad boy, a terrible thing, a terrible thing. We all have sinned. We all stand before God guilty, even the Pope. Even the Dalai Lama, even uh, the pastor of the largest church they say in the world, uh, in the nation, Joel Osteen, uh, Ed Young Jr. says his father pastors the largest church in the nation, Dr. Ed, Ed Young Sr. But he then said, nobody knows who has the largest church because pastors lie so much. And he's so right about that. <laughs> some of the lyingest people and the most proudest people are pastors. I hate to say it. It's just true. So they're sinners too. All, all of the pastors out there are big sinners. And they would admit it. Most, of, If they're saved, they say they would admit it, some who are liars and who are not saved won't admit it. So you're, 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 you're in good company, bad company rather. We all have done evil in God's sight. The Bible also says that the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. That means, my friend and my enemies, no matter who you are, you're going to die because of your sin, not because of cancer. Don't worry about cancer. Worry about your sins. Not because of the coronavirus. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the flu. Don't worry about all of these other plagues. Be concerned about your sin, your lying, your stealing, your lustfulness towards people and things, your disrespect and dishonor of God your dishonor and disrespect and disobedience to your parents. I just named five of the Ten Commandments that you know you have broken from the time you were a little child until now. All of your sins rolled together will cause you to die physically. And what God wants you to know is that if God will allow you to die because of your sins as a punishment, my dear friend, God will allow you to go to hell and to burn in hell forever because of your sins if you reject His Son and do not believe in His Son, Jesus Christ. believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shall be saved. Why should I believe in Jesus Christ? Because he paid your sin debt. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. He paid your sin debt that you owe. He did it for you because if, he, if you do not believe in him and understand that he suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, my friend, you're going to hell. That's why he came and died for you. There's no other place for you to go. And trust me when I tell you, Jesus Christ did not die in vain, my friend. He is the Son of God that makes him God. Yes, understand that, uh, my my sweet theologian. Don't like for me to say it, but God died for you. Hear me? Oh, but now, now my sweet theologian will saying that Jesus Christ is God, but they don't want me to say that God died for you. God died for you, my friend. That's love for you. And the reason why we are here tonight. Is because he's not willing. He does not want you. To die and go to hell. He's been extremely patient. Waiting on you. To hear this message. And believe. In the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we're here man. Woman. That's why we're here tonight. That's why I'm preaching tonight. I would not. Listen to me. My wife does not want me to preach. I have family members who don't want me to preach. My health, my body does not want me to preach. Okay? I'm here because God wants me to preach. That's a fact. I could be lying down watching the stupid soccer game with you, but I'm here preaching the gospel for you, to hear the gospel by the grace of God so that you can get saved before it is eternally too late because Jesus Christ preached on hell more than all of the prophets in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached on hell more than all of the apostles in the Bible. And sad to say, he has preached more on hell than all of the pastors combined living today. Probably, if I may say, Lord, with the exception of me, And that's only by your grace. Jesus Christ preached on hell and said, Hell is a place where the fire shall never be quenched. Hell is a real place. Before he died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose from the dead. He said the most loving, the most magnificent, the most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So do what Jesus Christ has told you to do in love. Believe in him, trust in him, have faith in him, depend upon him, pray and ask him to save you. For the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe in him tonight and call on his name. Follow me, in what is called the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please, Lord Jesus Christ, come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. For I believe in you. And I believe that you died for my sins to pay my sin debt, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, That he died for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. And you prayed that prayer in sincerity. According to God's word and according to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, you are now saved. From the power of your sin, which... Is destroying your life and from the punishment of your sin from that awful place called hell. So dear friend may I say to you congratulations for believing in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight and doing the most important thing in your life. Now to help you grow in the faith please go to Gospel lightsociety.com gospel light and tap on my book titled what to do after I enter through the door it is a free book a free download so you can have it in a few minutes if you don't see it contact us uh, there might be a technical glitch. Let us know. Have the email on the site. Read it and grow thereby and become the strong Christian that God wants you to be. Send in your prayer requests. Email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and pray with you. And go to Gospel Light Society Podcasts, just just type that into Google or Daniel White, the third Roman numerals, caps at the end, podcasts, and it'll take you to thousands of podcasts with a range of almost 50 different subjects regarding theology and the Bible. That will help you to grow fast in the Lord. All you have to do is lean back and listen and grow thereby free of charge.